Welcome to the Female Influencer, Career Advancement Strategies for Women. I'm Lacey Shane. This week, I'm going to talk about establishing effective mentoring relationships. It's important to me that women understand how to utilize other people to help them succeed because we don't succeed alone. And mentoring relationships are key to that. But I do think that it's important to understand there's sort of an outdated model for mentoring or an outdated, you could say, understanding of what mentoring is. And then I think there's a newer version that's more practical. It's more likely to attain and gives you the broadest access to the best information. So today I'm going to go over goals for mentoring, some of the myths and the truths about mentoring. I'm going to talk to you about who you should be seeking for mentoring, some of the do's and don'ts in that mentoring relationship, and how to ask for mentoring. Let's think about the goals for a minute. What are the goals when you're seeking out a mentoring relationship, or I'm going to say mentor relationships, plural, because I believe, and I'll talk about this later, that you should actually have many mentors. But basically, you're leaning on these relationships to learn and to get feedback. You're looking for them to point you in the right direction with uh, wisdom on how to attain your goals. You're looking at help with seeing where you might have blind spots, things that they see that maybe you don't. You're looking to gain access to people and other influencers to gain an understanding of culture, politics, and players. For instance, let's say that you're wanting to go to a higher level in your company and there's already a very solidified team at that higher level. Maybe you need to know what the culture, politics, and players are in that so you can align yourself with it in order to make yourself an obvious best pick to go into that environment. You can use mentors as a lifeline or a sounding board when you're in a crisis or a challenge or to understand the path to attain your goal. And the wisdom there is just if they've already attained or surpassed your goal, whatever their path was to it, you rinse and repeat. It's You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Find out the best ways to achieve your goals from those who have achieved it, and it shortens your path to success. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can use mentors to develop your leadership, your leadership style, the way you handle your team, and to develop your acumen on business strategy. All of these things are things that you can gain from mentoring. There's some myths about mentoring, and here's the big one that I wanted to address today, and that is that you only have one mentor. I don't think that there's any one person that knows everything. There's no one person that knows everything. And so the idea you're going to have one mentor for your entire career, I think that's completely outdated and unrealistic. I think that you need to have many and in a less formal capacity, which I'll explain in a little bit. The idea that mentoring is a mutually agreed upon relationship is also a myth. The problem is that when there's a true an actual mentoring relationship. It usually happens over time naturally through a relationship that has organically developed. It's not so much the type of relationship that comes from asking, will you be my mentor? So the idea that it's a mutually agreed upon relationship is is a myth. 
That you should ask someone to be your mentor is a myth. Asking someone to be your mentor is sort of like asking them to marry you. It's a very serious commitment. It's It involves time and it's scary. And that is a request that many influencers will say no to. So I think it's a myth that you should ask someone to be your mentor. That is not true. You don't need to ask. There's other ways to do it, which I'm going to get into. The truths about mentoring are that you can and should have many mentors. They don't even need to know that they're your mentors. You can have many mentors in several different areas and for several different reasons. I always have had that. I've had mentors for political and organizational strategy, meaning the culture of the people within it. Who has influence? Who doesn't? That kind of understanding. I've had mentors on the culture of a group, a field, or at a higher level. I've had mentors on team leadership and my own performance. I've had mentors on organizational growth. I've had mentors on issues like confidence and peer problems and personal growth. I've had mentors on self-care. I've had several on how to break into a new area and gain access to certain people. Mentors on career path and the path to achieve a certain goal. Understanding business strategy at higher levels and what to do or what not to do. How to, how to avoid pitfalls. I've had a cadre of mentors in different areas. And I think that's what you need. That's what everybody who's going to utilize mentors and influencers to help themselves succeed needs to have an array of mentors. And so you can have many. The key is not to think of it so much as a mentoring relationship, but as a series of shorter conversations that start with just one short conversation. And then it goes to another, a second conversation, a third conversation, a fourth conversation. And the relationship builds over time because you're continuing to have short conversations with them, short conversations that they have time for, not this big mentoring commitment that is almost like having a marriage relationship. Who should you be seeking mentoring from? I think it's the people who are good at what you want to achieve, people who have already reached or surpassed your goal, Influencers in your field, such as people that everyone respects, people in higher positions in your field, people that everyone listens to. Those are the kind of people you want to have mentoring relationships with. There's some do's and some don'ts when it comes to mentoring. Let me go over the do's first. Things you want to do. The positives. First of all, think of them as influencers that you're tapping into, not necessarily your mentor. Have many and make them topic specific. You can have mentors in a number of different areas because no one person knows everything. You want to ask in the right way, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit. And you want to ask strategy questions. One of the things that actually Sheryl Sandberg talks about this in her book, Lean In, Men ask strategy questions. Women tend not to ask strategy questions so often, but if you want to be seen as valuable at a higher level, you have to think about business strategy in your field. And the best questions you can ask an influencer for mentoring have to do with strategy. What is the business justification for moving in this direction? How does this particular initiative achieve growth for the company? What are the financial implications of these kind of decisions? 
What pitfalls have you found when you're moving in this direction? Those are the kind of business strategy questions that you want to be asking. You want to take advantage of their unique knowledge and talents. So do your research and understand what their unique genius is that you can really tap into. Don't ask them a general question that they could that you could find the answer on the internet. Tap into their unique knowledge and ask them good questions that only they can answer. Use their time wisely in short increments and demonstrate that you're listening. And I don't mean by that to nod your head throughout the meeting. If you want to know more about what nodding does or doesn't do for you in a meeting, go listen to my other podcast, Small Behavioral Changes That Will Increase Your Influence. We as women need to stop nodding. (laughs) We need to stop nodding. It sends the wrong message to men because they interpret it differently than women. So go check that out. But demonstrate that you listen by summarizing in a sentence or two some of the things they told you at the end and thank them for their time and then ask for another meeting in the future. Ask, you know, as I'm embarking upon this initiative or building my knowledge in this area, would it be okay with you if I touch base with you in another month or two for just 10 or 15 minutes? Small increments of time, 10 or 15 minutes. Here's the don'ts of mentoring. Don't think of them as your mentor. Don't think of yourself as having just one. I like to say don't use the M word, the mentor word, because it's the same as using the word marriage, the other M word. It's intimidating. It's too much of a commitment. Don't think of it like that. Think of it as a series of shorter conversations that can certainly build into a well-developed relationship. And I encourage that with my coaching clients. Build these well-developed relationships through these series of smaller conversations. But start out thinking of it as these smaller conversations, a series of smaller conversations. And don't think of it as you have one mentor, but think of it as having many. Because remember, not one person knows everything. Don't ask about something that you can Google the answer to. Don't think that all your mentors need to be positive. There are tons of people that I've tapped into that have been great for helping me understand what to avoid or helping me understand how to deal with something that happens negatively in a career or in a work environment. For instance, let's take Sarah Blakely. Sarah Blakely developed Spanx. And she talks about how her path to success included a lot of failure. And she talks about how her her dad actually encouraged that as a kid, that if his kids didn't fail, then they weren't really on the path to success because failure is how we learn. And failure is a path to success as long as you learn from it. If I were going to talk to Sarah Blakely tomorrow, one of the things that I would probably ask her is how she dealt with and re-strategized every time someone told her no, they weren't going to buy, manufacture, distribute her product called Spanx. I would ask her that question. That's about something negative that happened to her and how she turned it into a positive. So understand what the influencers you're trying to tap into 
what types of things they've overcome and the negative consequences they had to deal with and ask them for information on that. It doesn't always have to be about positive successes. It can be about overcoming failures and all influencers and good mentors have overcome failures or setbacks. Don't go in unplanned and waste their time. Have key questions planned out that you want to ask them and plan to stay within the time frame. If they go over, great, they go over. But you want to show that you value their time and don't be unresponsive at the end of the conversation. Definitely try to summarize in a couple of sentences and thank them for what they've told you. The nice thing about the sort of active listening I'm telling you to do when you summarize, here's what I'm hearing you say, did I hear that correctly, is that Number one, if you didn't, they'll correct you. But number two, it shows you were really listening and that makes them feel like they haven't wasted their time. After the meeting, don't go radio silent. Make sure and thank them. Send them an email. If you want to send a a handwritten card or thank you letter, nobody does that these days. Stand out from the rest and do that. And don't let the one meeting be the end of things. Plan your jumping off point for the next meeting. Ask, can I touch base with you again in the future in a month or two as I'm working on these things and get your feedback? Almost nobody will say no to that. So how do you make the ask so that you can start the ball rolling on these series of smaller conversations that build into a mentoring relationship? I just concluded my career advancement strategy group. That's a four-week program where we meet once a week. And after four weeks, the women who leave it have a career advancement strategy plan to move themselves into a higher level in their career. If you're interested in that, head over to my website, Real Women, Real Success, and reach out to me through the info form, or you can email me directly at lacey at laceyshane.com. My email address is in the description for this podcast. But we just finished that, and I always like to over-deliver, and one of the things that one of my clients asked for in the group was, hey, can you give me some scripts on how I can ask for these meetings? And this can be done in emails, it can be done over the phone, uh, it can be done face-to-face, but I'm going to read some of them to you right now so you can get a sense for sort of how you can approach this that is likely to get a yes answer, because I've used different versions of all of these. Of course, you would customize them to your particular situation. So let me share some of these scripts with you now. Dear so-and-so, fill in the blank. I've been following you and your career for some time, and I've admired the way you have achieved your success. I admire and then put in something specific about something they've achieved. I'd love to learn more about your path to success on this. I'm working on professionally developing myself and you came to mind as someone that everyone respects and has a ton of success and wisdom and experience in your field. You wouldn't say your field. You would, you would put the name of the field or the industry in there. I was wondering if you'd be willing to meet with me for 15 minutes so I can ask you some questions about how you achieved success in your career. I look forward to hearing back from you. Here's another one. Hi, so-and-so. Introduce yourself if they don't already know you and say something along the lines of, I was doing some research today on fill in a topic that they care about. And one of your articles came up. Of course, this would have to be true. They would have had to have written an article. Or you could say, I was talking to Joe so-and-so today on the topic of 
fill in the blank. And he mentioned to me your leadership in the area of, again, the area you want to talk to him about. My first thought was, wow, what would it be like to have achieved that? I've been working on myself professionally, and I was wondering if you'd be willing to share your experiences in achieving that. I would only take a few minutes of your time because I know you're very busy. I hope you'll say yes. I look forward to hearing back from you. It's another approach. Here's another one. Hi, so-and-so. I've been thinking a lot lately about how I can make myself a more valuable asset to the company. You're certainly someone here that is indispensable to the company, and I was wondering if you'd be willing to share your advice or wisdom with me on how to follow in your footsteps. I look forward to hearing back from you. That's a great one for, say, your boss or your boss's boss. They love to hear that you want to be more valuable to the company. How about this one? Dear so-and-so, introduce yourself if they don't already know you. I'm writing an article about some of the well-respected industry leaders in our field for our company website. Of course, when I committed to writing it, the first person I thought of to interview for the article was you. Would you be willing to allow me to interview you about your path to success? It would only take 15 minutes and not a minute longer. I look forward to hearing back from you. Now, obviously, this assumes that you have the ability to write an article for your company uh, newsletter, but take the leadership to figure out what you can do. If you can't do that, maybe you can do it for your own LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great place to publish small articles about others. And if you want to get the attention of influencers, think about doing a segment or a series of small interviews where you ask influencers how they achieve success. And then, of course, you would tag them in that and um, show yourself as a leader in the process. But it gets you those small incremental meetings you're looking for. Here's another one. Hi, so-and-so. I was watching you in that meeting the other day, and I was so impressed with the way you fill in the blank with what you were impressed with. I've been thinking a lot about how I can become a better leader and add more value to the company. I was wondering if you'd be willing to sit down with me for 10 or 15 minutes and allow me to ask you a few questions about your success and leadership philosophies. I'm working on learning how to become more effective, a more effective leader myself. And when I watched you in that meeting the other day, I knew you would be someone that I could learn a lot from. I look forward to hearing back from you. Here's one more, and then we'll move on. Hi, so-and-so. Start by offering some recognition or positive acknowledgement of something that they've done that you happen to know about. Okay, so offer some recognition. Hi, so-and-so. Offer some recognition, and then move on with, I noticed that your daughter had a birthday last week, and she's 18 years old now, and heading off to college. Wow, how time flies. Congratulations on getting her off to college. That has to be so exciting. I'm writing because I'm hoping to sit down with you briefly to talk about how you got to where you are. Obviously, you're very successful in this company, and I know I could learn a lot from you. Would you be willing to sit down with me for 10 or 15 minutes so I could ask you a few questions about how you've gotten to where you are? I look forward to hearing back from you. Now, this one, you know, I was just using the birthday as an example. But anytime you can acknowledge something that's a little more personal about someone that shows you care, not it, not in a creeper sort of way, but in a way that says, hey, I, you know, I took the time to know this about you and I just want to congratulate you on something. Look for something like that that you can acknowledge. Maybe it's a past birthday or some sort of milestone with their kids or something, you know, in their life. Maybe they just got a new dog. Whatever it is, try to personalize 
that first paragraph. That's what I was trying to highlight here. So there's a number of ideas for you in terms of how to ask for that initial mentoring meeting and always go into it again with your questions all queued up, strategy questions, and have an idea in your mind of your jumping off point. What what are you going to say at the end of the meeting that assures you'll get another one? And I really just love the idea of saying, I'm going to be working on this. I'm going to be working on myself. Is it okay if I reach out to you in a couple of months again? You don't even need to say and ask for time again, just if I reach out to you. And then when you reach out, you can ask for another meeting. If you are writing an article or doing something that highlights that influencer, then you can say, okay, I'm going to send you this or a link to this once it's done. And what I would do is look at what they say Uh, look at what you're writing about in that article and touch base with them on something in that the next time you're going to be, you're trying to interface with them. Remember that there's an old idea of mentoring and a new idea of mentoring. The old one is that you just have one and that you have them for this lifetime and they're this hugely committed influencer on your side But that's tired and worn because people don't have that kind of time. And it's a very personal relationship that develops over time. It doesn't come from asking someone to be your mentor using the M word. That's very intimidating. Think of it that you have a team of people on your side because nobody knows everything. What you need are many mentors. They just have to have achieved success in a certain area that's going to bring value to you. And you can have many of them. A friend of mine calls it her personal board of directors. And these are people that are continually adding value to her by being her sounding board. You can think of it like people that you continually do a listening tour with. I love that concept of the listening tour. I have a friend who anytime he's going to make a career move, apply for a promotion, make some sort of a change, he has a whole list of influencers that he goes to to ask what they think of that and what their advice would be. He calls it the listening tour. And I've certainly done my share of listening tours. It's the same concept as your personal board of directors. It's just a bunch of people that you do these short conversations with over time that add value to you and give you wisdom and help you learn. And make sure you ask in a way that makes it easy to say yes. If you're asking for an initial short meeting to gain from their wisdom, that's easy to say yes to. Think of it as a series of small meetings that can grow into more robust mentoring and influencer relationships that start by just asking for one meeting at a time, and it will end up growing over time. My name's Lacey Shane. This is the Female Influencer. Wherever you are in the world, remember, you are the power.